know what? I need you to use your lady mouth. I need you to use your lady mouth. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's just use Lisa's version of lady mouth. No, seriously, for real though. How long has it been since you got that back blown out? I don't know. Two years, maybe. Wait. Since Terrence? I don't know. I mean, I take a vigorous spin class, I read really intense erotica, and I invested in a very powerful detachable shower head, which has been very good to me, mind you. <laughs> okay, that story just put me in the menopause. You getting some this weekend. Straight up, you gonna get at least two dicks inside of you. For crying out loud, Dina, we only gonna be there for three days. Well, three dicks then. <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm Ramzog. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. I left you a message. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I didn't see a phone call, but I said, you have a new message from Jared. I'm like, lovely. Great. A Skype message. That should be nothing this offensive, is... no insults, oh. I'm sure. Oh, just actually, I just yelled into the mic. This is as uh, lit as I can get this room with it raining here. <laughs> what are you, you like the fucking neighbor from Fright Night? Like, what? what is your setup there? Well, you son of a bitch, I... Uh... <laughs> Actually, where we went to these 10-hour days, I have to go to sleep at like 7.45, 8 o'clock. And in the summer months, that's particularly hard without blackout curtains. So, so you're like Jerry the Vampire. Jerry the Asshole. Digging up the yard. Him? Yeah. <laughs> I remember we watched the remake together, uh, which I love the original. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, there's some, there's definitely some bit of fun I get from the remake. Mainly from Colin Farrell just being a total, like, dude bro prick vampire. He's a real like frat jackass yeah. of, a, of a neighbor vampire. And he, he comes over to ask for beer. Uh, I just watched this recently for original remake. My co-host on that podcast, who is his own form of abomination because he did not like the original <laughs> Fright Night at all. And actually, Ooh, I don't want to know this person. <laughs> he, he, he opened with, I don't know who would like this movie. And I'm like, I do, motherfucker. Me, Which... damn it! <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think he put that on Twitter and, uh, of course, you put something like that up there, you're going to get some feedback, some hate, some slams. Um, now, if he had done that with like a Woody Allen movie, praise, <laughs> <laughs> retweets, hearts, <laughs> pick your spots, Peter, of original remake. Anyway, uh, yeah, Colin Farrell, when he comes over to borrow beer and uh, R.I.P. Anton Yelchin, who's the, the young man in that version, gives him a six pack, but kind of fucks with him. Do you remember this chair? He like holds the beer, doesn't invite him into the kitchen, but then like holds it and pulls it back through the doorway. <laughs> Cause he suspects he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, we are, uh, I'm so pumped to talk about girl strip today when I'm like, Jared, your room is dark. I got 10 minutes on fright night and I actually already did it for another podcast, but who cares? Uh, just like fright night. I like to repurpose things. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but anyway, when uh, the vampire doesn't get invited in and he's being trolled by this uh, kid. He, yeah, you want to come in, don't you, huh? You want to come in? <laughs> he responds by digging up, like, the gas line in the backyard. Do you remember this? And, like, blows up their house. <laughs> I, 
I, I faintly remember like them like looking in the background or something as they're driving away and the house blows up or something. Well, because we to, were uh, we were watching this at Movie Tavern and yeah, we were had a few drinks in imbibing sure. and of course we're the fucking De Niro's in the theater howling with laughter and other people are sitting there uncomfortably like that might have been mildly funny. <laughs> What's wrong with these two guys? We're here like every week laughing their ass off at uh, what was it Columbiana? Uh, we went. Uh, you took me for my birthday. See like two, those two Muppets in the, <laughs> in, st- in the balcony. <laughs> I still remember Zoe Saldano with that uh, missile that she fires in, like yeah. stealth. If it hadn't been for like the two-minute monologue beforehand of them talking about how stealthily she was. You'll never hear it coming. <laughs> then the fucking missile flies in. Fucking perfect setup for it to be. <laughs> oh God, when is Columbiana coming? That's my birthday. That's in September, so maybe a future episode. Although I think I have either Goodfellas or Miller's Crossing. I have like a legitimate classic, and you watch me scratch that off for Columbiana. Nope. Columbiana, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but we are talking about Girls Trip Day, and this is not. This is not a direct anniversary as far as, uh, well, definitely not the day we're recording, because we obviously do that somewhat in advance, um, but, uh, oh, we're right in the middle. So this premiered at the American Black Film Festival on June 14th, Shock. 2017. <laughs> this is you, buddy. You said you wanted to black up this podcast. We, I, I give you Jaws. Flavor. I, we need I, to- <laughs> yeah, you, Jade wants to go to Flavor Town. I've, I've been to a, a strip club with you, sir. I've, I've seen you... <laughs> the, my particular taste the flavorful <laughs> buffet that you you pick from i've seen big asses mm. god fucking large asses shaking mere inches <laughs> from your face <laughs> upside down uh we, we've shared too much <laughs> in our lives <laughs> this is why we can't talk about n- movies normally <laughs> You're getting the lap dance too, but you're getting more enjoyment out of watching a butt clap in my face. <laughs> like, my is he face. gonna is he gonna allow his nose to get in that area, or is he is Jared? You know, are you like, you know, it was uh, definitely tight man coverage you had on there, but you also weren't you you weren't drawing the flag. Is what I'm saying. All right, no, I was respectful. Girls trip, we're trying to be respectful to <laughs> black women uh, relaying your experience in a strip club. Uh, with uh, you know a lovely professional lady, professional of course. But the reason I'm doing this for uh, I guess like our July Fourth weekend episode is because I googled Fourth uh, of July movies because we did uh, we did Black Christmas for St. Patty's Day, which was <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> that makes no sense, but it was fun. We we had our jollies. And uh, we're on a single movie episodes, and it's close enough because this came out uh, July twenty first, two thousand seventeen. Whatever, it's fine. It's Fourth of July. It's girls' trip. <laughs> Black women and they're beautiful. And uh, man, are they horny? They're so fucking horny. <laughs> I've never met those black women. I'd like to. I, um, yeah, I would. I was, <clears throat> I don't think I could handle Tiffany Haddish. If I'm quite honest. Yeah. I was talking, as I often do, when I watch these with my wife, where I'm like, that's the one I'd like. That's the one I'd, <laughs> that's the one I'd have. <laughs> but we actually got into a discussion kind of on that line of uh, T- Tiffany Haddish. And it was not just like from a uh, hypothetical sexual dating type situation. Uh, it was mainly her comedy because she was like the breakout, uh, I guess, performer from this. At least from my memory, this was when Tiffany Haddish became like a movie presence. And uh, 
very much like a, I would, I would compare it to the hangover in general, but also she's kind of like the Zach Galifianakis. Like she is the funny one in a group where they're all somewhat comedic. It's like, that's mm-hmm. but in that world. She's considered the goofy comedic one, even though they're all in uh fairly comedic situations, like, you know, Something pissing lamp, on people <laughs> in new Orleans in the streets. Uh, we have a returning, I guess our lead is uh, Regina Hall. A favorite of the podcast, a favorite of ours. We might as well just be uh, a Regina Hall Could we do that? <laughs> fandom podcast. Can two white dudes from Kentucky? Because <laughs> I've seen, I've stumbled across uh, another podcast to do as Marcus played, so I'm always like looking mm-hmm. for new movie podcasts. And uh, we just did, we recorded one this morning on Legends of the Fall. Uh, shout out to Superfan Hyro. Uh, you see what me and Jared do? Girl strip, strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, can we handle her in the bedroom? <laughs> You're doing Legends of the Fucking Fall. Brad God. Pitt and Tristan. Fucking Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa Hyro. Is he will not be, not be known. <laughs> Our own, uh, was it Andy Rooney that can chime in from time to time on Silver Cinema? <laughs> so that's why you like him. <laughs> uh, I always did like Andy Rooney. He probably was a horrible racist or something, but uh, <laughs> why wouldn't he be if you just look at him? But uh, anyway, for, for that, uh, you know, I found a few like Brad Pitt specific podcasts, um, which that makes sense, I guess, you know, he's yeah. a big enough name, but it's like the premise were these, uh, these hosts, they were going to go through all of Brad Pitt's filmography. So it made it easy for me to find a podcast on the, that particular film. But I don't know if it would play as well with me and you doing uh what would we call it? I don't I don't know what the <laughs> Regina Hall power hour would be. <laughs> Whatever it would be, it would be genuine for anybody that's ever listened to it any of it. Actually is. I mean we every time I see her in a movie, I'm like, Oh, this is fucking awesome. It's Oof. like uh <laughs> it's like a weird sitcom thing. Uh not Kramer, because he actually is racist, but like it's like when Regina Hall comes into the movie uh-huh. and I didn't expect it. It's like in my head, the audience claps and like the what music. Treat? Yeah. This is like, oh, this is the, the, but I also see that she was in Malibu's Most Wanted. So I don't know about that episode of our, uh, a lot of scary movies too. All like, I think all of them. Four? Yeah. The, Jesus. I only watched the first two, but yeah, I remember her specifically. Her and pre lots of <laughs> plastic surgery. Anna Far- Ferris, Farris. Does she have a lot of plastic surgery? I go back and watch scary movie and uh, admire the not to be too crass but cup size and how it just it adjusts over the years. Well, uh, <laughs> boobs and butts—that'll be the name of our Regina Hall Power mm. Hour because we can't stay away from it. Eyebrow baby. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I like Regina Hall, and mm. uh, I would say if you're a Regina Hall fan, from the only thing we've covered on this podcast was about last night. Mm-hmm. Where she just rips into Kevin Hart relentlessly. The Tiffany Haddish role uh, uh, in that movie, pretty much. Yeah, and she's the you know straight woman, I guess. Here, she's the uh, the the one that the whole trip revolves around her. Yeah. Pretty much any of the uh, any of the conflict revolves around her. So you have Queen Latifah is a friend of hers that is, I guess, like in some sort of like gossip blogging gossip sphere. Blog, yeah. And, you know, the conflict with her is if she's going to uh, kind of leech off Regina Hall, who is... That's famous friend and all. What would you call her here? Like, who is... Who are they kind of comparing? It's like she's one of the, like... 
Uh, it's like an HGTV kind of lady. It's like she's someone who's famous for being coupled oh, up yeah, with this yeah. guy, and they do projects together. Um, any of those like uh, HGTV shows where they like redo ho- uh, flip houses and it's shit kind of like in that, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get, uh, I'll hey, how about for Grandpa Hiro for the <laughs> <laughs> the sixty minutes crowd? It would be like uh, uh, Kathy Lee and Regis going back mm. way mm-hmm. back to that. That sort of thing is what they're trying to set up tiffany haddish i don't know if she has conflict with anyone i think she just uh gets on their nerves occasionally any and everybody that she meets on the street apparently <laughs> in this movie <laughs> yeah and then jada pinkett smith uh somehow in a movie where you already have a version of a straight man playing the even straighter man even, i guess playing the dork straight uh-huh which there you know there's always you can predict that shit from a mile away it's like well she's gonna be fucking I'm fucking everything that uh, that walks and doing crazy shit because she's so pent up, so tight, mm. you know, tightly Unleash. wound at the beginning. Unleash what they call her, uh, f- freak Lisa. Or I can't remember what it's fucking called. I'm very careful. That that would be the problem with us doing the Regina Hall Power Hour is how we may watch our words because we'd be like, I'm not going to say anything demeaning here, even if they did. <laughs> On the podcast. Uh, <laughs> like that speech in the movie, like, please don't use turnt and girl. And yeah. <laughs> Who is that? And that preach. woman. Is that a Grey's Anatomy That's lady? Kate Walsh. No, man, hey, don't be mad, but with so much on the line, are you sure that you want to get turned with your girls this weekend? I promised them a free trip, and it's turnt with a T. Okay, got it, got it. But maybe just wait until the deal closes, and then, you know, take them on to St. Barnes, buy them all Birkin bag, something. Liz, it'll be fine, I promise. Listen, we're all adults, and our insane party days are behind us. Well, yeah. most of us. I don't know, I just know if I was with my college girlfriends uh, in New Orleans, there'd be pictures of her tits all over the internet. I mean, there's actually a few of those out there. I don't know if you saw them, but anyway, it doesn't matter, because the point is, I have civilian titties, but you have best-selling author titties, and, and 10% of your titties are my titties, and I just... I just want our titties to have a future. Liz? Yeah. What's the name of my book? You can have it all. Exactly. <sighs> okay, okay. You're right. I'm going to defer to your judgment. So listen, I'm going to um, fly in before your first appearance. I'm really excited to meet the Flossy Posse. You girls are going to be kicking all weekend. Okay. Liz. Yeah. And I say this out of love. Preach, girl. Mm. Please refrain from saying things like preach or go girl, bye Felicia, ratchet, or any other colloquialisms that you may have heard or looked up on Urban Dictionary. This weekend, over half a million black women of all sizes, shades, from all different socioeconomic backgrounds are descending on the Crescent City to celebrate black womanhood in all its glorious forms. You, my dear friend, are a guest. Act accordingly. Not even offended. You're the best. Mm. Have fun on your hashtag Black Girl Magic Weekend. Girl, bye. Is he from Grey's Anatomy? Or am I just assuming that that type? Uh, I'm not going to out myself as being a Grey's Anatomy. I've actually never watched Grey's Anatomy. She's a... For Grandpa Hiro, that is a a very popular show for the ladies that was set in a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) That was not... Was it St. Elsewhere? (laughs) What was the... (laughs) It comes on lately uh, after Hiro goes to bed, sure. (laughs) 
if it's post Wheel of Fortune, then yes, <laughs> you're not aware of it. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, this group of women play the uh, the Flossy Posse. Uh, this, uh, I'm reading this from Wikipedia. This is in the second sentence of the uh, the summary of the plot. And uh, as we said, Regina Hall has some business to attend to at this festival slash con- uh, concert slash uh, I guess conference. Uh, it's, it's just like one big event. For, celebration of being African American for the most part. Yeah, I I don't know what specifically uh it, you know the the crowd is uh, other than than that because you have as I said musicians, entertainers and mm. then business people. Uh but yes, uh not us. Uh unless we were doing said podcast, maybe we would get a press pass. <laughs> and Jared would have a lot of fun playing man defense. <laughs> I would be, oh. you know, presumably playing some sort of uh, zone coverage or something from afar, but I would see <laughs> Jared drawing the penalties left and right. Um, I don't, I know I said, that, I don't remember my wife said with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yes. She, she agreed with me that maybe she's a little, little much here. A little overboard, yeah. It's, it's too many instances of that. Like you can, I mean, that's, that's a good kind of breakup for whenever they, uh, they have one of the, handful of serious moments in the movie but it's like it's very very quick and very very numerous <coughs> amounts of her being way over the top i i wonder if it's just the fact that she's not really uh maybe diversified as far as the the mainstream because i'm looking at her filmography before girl strip and i don't know uh what any of this is so i don't know it's like smaller independent stuff uh, but after Girls Trip, she's in... Maybe giving her some spotlight, is what you're saying. She's in Uncle Drew. I don't know what she was doing there. She was in Night School, which actually I did see Night School, and she really wasn't playing much Tiffany Haddish. She was like the teacher, and Kevin Hart was yeah. the, the goofball. Uh, but Nobody's Fool, I didn't see. I think she's like the black sheep of the family that's like loud. and um, mm. Yeah, um, I saw Like a Boss, Rose Byrne. You know her? a white lady so that's against your principles uh, as far as movement all right <laughs> the reason I, I keep hopping on that is if you had listened to our jaws episode which uh as of this recording you haven't because i haven't uh, posted it but i'm in the middle of editing it right now so i got to oh. listen again to my co-host say steven spielberg <laughs> is pretty good for a white director for a white guy so we're i guess officially trying to, to black up the podcast just a little bit are you happy? Well, I mean, it really, it's just a joke that I was, uh, it's more of a, uh, I'm making fun of film Twitter than I am. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I love Spielberg. I'll draw back the curtain for a second. He's fine by me. I mean, I'm sure that's a very minority opinion <laughs> in the film community. <laughs> Choice of words. Uh, Hot takes with Jared <laughs> as he walks the line. Steven Spielberg. Okay. <laughs> Discussing race relations. Uh, I had a lot of cough. <clears throat> do, you, do you like that? The, I mean, I think my issue with these type of movies, and I didn't mind it too much here. Predictable. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't want it to be like, well, this is a uh, black female version of The Hangover. Because mm. there were things before The Hangover, obviously. It's just, mm. <laughs> it's sad to say, and that's kind of the point of this podcast is, you know, goddamn, The Hangover was fucking 10, 11 years ago. Like, so, I mean, even that, like I'm talking about it, like, well, I mean, that's nothing new under the sun, but it's like, well, now that's getting 
that's getting up there for for Grandpa Hiro. That's <laughs> we are quickly approaching that. I had seen this before, and I remember finding it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But one, I guess, one criticism I'll have of it is it was good and bad. Good in that I was able to rewatch it without it hitting too many of the same beats, as far as I remember that. Bad in that I don't know if it has any sort of killer comedy sequences where it's like I'm going to come out and be like, oh man, I remember that part, or that's that's going to be sort of like a an iconic, uh, I guess, YouTube clip. Unfortunately, it's kind of like. It's just like the force of their, I guess, respective personalities. That it's like a hang movie, which I love. I love hang movies, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's anything here where I could say uh, this, this, and this happens. You got to watch this movie. It's like if you kind of like just the personalities of these women, then you'll enjoy it. And if you don't, uh, you're going to find out real quick in the first ten minutes or so. <laughs> the chemistry of the women were really done a disservice by the writing of the movie. I think um, these guys, these girls, all women. I don't. <laughs> Easy Twitter. These fine women. Um, I was trying to see if the writers were white and see if you were on safe ground. But I don't. I don't think so, Jareds. <laughs> Be well, careful. I'm sorry for that particular <clears throat> person of color on the film, but they did a pretty. I mean, you know, not, I'm not going to bag it, but it is pretty much cookie cutter uh, party hangout type of film, which is fine. It's fine, but again, you're not going to stick out from anything. Maybe with a different demographic, perhaps, uh, that didn't particularly care for The Hangover. <laughs> but this one, uh, it crossed over, though, because it uh, made $140 million, budget of 20 So, I mean, it... Gotta have some white people there. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we we stick with the, the Richard young Richard Dreyfus on screen, where it's safe for us. <laughs> To tell our jokes and have our laughs, and no one, no one will be the wiser. <laughs> I above average, you know. It, it's what about the man hating? Were you comfortable with that? I'm fine with that. I mean, if a dude, I don't have a problem with it. If it's you know a dude cheats on you know spoiler alert here. Not that it really matters in the scheme of things too much, but if a dude cheats and gets another woman pregnant, then fine. Man, hate all you want. But, you know, just man hate to man hate, I don't quite understand that myself. Why is that? What are you looking at? Because you're a white man. (laughs) I didn't choose this. I was trying to look up, uh, so on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a, it's like a 91%, 91%. Really uh, high. Yeah. That's really high for a comedy, so critical <clears throat> darling in that regard. Um, I look on Letterboxd, which is film Twitter, basically, or <clears throat> that ilk, uh, a 3.2 out of 5. So, yeah, they, uh, you know, film Twitter asks for certain things, and mm-hmm. then when they get them. Where are Shit they? on them. Exactly. <laughs> I say that and I would... Film Twitter's alley. I would probably give this like a three out of five as well as far as... That was all right. <laughs> no more than a four for sure. <laughs> but how dare you give it a three? <laughs> hey, it, it's fine. That's the one thing about Rotten Tomatoes that I always have to like check the extra material about is like, I see 91, I automatically want to be like, fuck, they really love the shit out of mm-hmm. this. And then you go to the average score of it. It's like, yeah, it's above average. It's just but like positive or negative. That's, yeah. that's it. Just the yeah. amount of people that liked it, not the grade it got. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, average rating of 6.9 out of 10. <clears throat> All right, here's 
We're we're moving away from race, Jared. If you're comfortable with that, if you, you know, I, I don't know what you'll demand of me next week if we're gonna do like a humorous movie podcast about Malcolm X. But I'm I'm begging you, please, like, can we let's 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 stay away from <laughs> trying to make jokes about Spike Lee and Denzel <laughs> and landing on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Hell out of my chair. <laughs> Just you know, uh, the Blue Lagoon. I mean, that's a hanging curve. I know, I know what we can hit. Um, you know, the other thing we haven't really talked about, and maybe it's been mentioned before, um, but I feel like this is kind of a common refrain when it comes to like movie podcasts in particular, is that talking about comedy is harder to make funny than talking about a melodrama and kind of poking. You know, little holes mm-hmm. in her jabs because you either you either laughed or you didn't. Like you know, I mm-hmm. mean, what what more can we can we add to this other than our own uh, depravity that we opened with <laughs> in the first, or some some material on Fright Night? That's that's a that's a great point actually because you've already got <clears throat> pretty much a binary response to this of like like you said, either you like it or you don't, either you laughed or you didn't. And there's nothing else that I can do to it or treat it or punch it up that's going to make you laugh if you didn't laugh at the base joke. We're doing, like, to put it in a video game term, like, we're doing the DLC here. Like, if you didn't like the base game, like, you definitely will like us trying to make jokes uh, about it. This is the, so. the DLC that you you find for 99 cents. And you're like, hey, that's, that's, <laughs> worth, that's worth something. Then you're like, god damn it. They, <laughs> they, they barely gave you anything here. And then we're like, yes. <laughs> But now we have your dollar. Speaking of which, we do have a Patreon uh, that oh, people can give me a dollar one. if they'd like <laughs> to host this shit for all eternity, or at least until my death. There's something dark. Go comedy. I've often wondered uh, when I die, and I've, I think about it a lot more lately, especially since <laughs> the world we're in and the days I have. Uh, oh. Not not saying I dread it. <laughs> just just saying. No, I don't think. I think that's one thing we share is that. Uh, the anxiety has gone as far as like, I used to have a lot of anxiety about it. Now it's just like when it happens, cool. Well, <laughs> I'm that's, not going to do it myself. That's but. uh yeah, that's, that's life getting in the way. And <laughs> yeah, you have too many streaks of this sucks. <laughs> you tell me I don't got to work anymore, <laughs> but I'm dead. <laughs> Start weighing right. it, the pros and cons. Um, I, I have wondered as far as all that goes, it's like, well, all this material will be gone. And now I'm thinking, but I actually want any of this floating around. Like it's actually my hope that people that, you know, download this, please do not like <laughs> put this up after I'm dead. Cause I can't imagine any fame coming from podcasting. I'm I'm not a fool. Like some of the other people I've interacted with as far as this is the ticket. Uh, I, I get excited when we have, you know, 30 people <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine 30 people at the uh, the all white movie podcaster conference, and I can't remember. I can't. I just can't imagine the panel where sober cinema draws thirty people to <laughs> break out the measuring tape and say, "No, there was a black woman's asshole this far from Jared's eye," <laughs> <laughs> and people taking notes, <laughs> to, wanting to see that visual. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about death and something there. Oh yeah. Uh that material being reposted and shared after your death mm-hmm. I think makes me more uncomfortable than the fact that no one <laughs> listens. <laughs> At least now I have cons- some consent in it. I'm trying to 
promote it in death. I don't know if I want it promoted because it gets me nothing. So I'm saying like the uh, uh, starving artist that <laughs> doesn't get to succeed on any of these butthole uh, jokes. Was, you can keep I was, it. I was like, I'm going to let you keep talking so we can get down to the, the crux, get to the, uh, the, the, the bedrock of where you're going with this. Plymouth rock. Really? <laughs> I said, really, it's just because you won't get appreciated. Like, you, how dare you listen to me when I'm dead? You fuck. I've been doing this for 30 years, and you wait till I die. Oh, who would I haunt if I could? <laughs> I had to pick one, one enemy to target. That's something to think about. Oh, we're setting the bar too high for our other episodes we have to take today. Oh. I actually started looking. I was like, do we have a haunted house movie or something? Uh, we do not <laughs> today, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Uh, back to yes, Girl's sir. Trip. Uh, marginally, um, when I mentioned the melodrama you can poke holes in, there is a little bit of that. There's always like, you know, the gang falls apart. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, of course, I'm trying to think in The Hangover if there's one key moment or if they're just like combative the whole time. I think that's just more a dudes versus girls thing of like, so. <clears throat> we're yeah. constantly like bickering at each other, even if it's in a playful way, which <laughs> when the, when the cards are down, we, we all have the tendency to like actually like yell at each other, but, but it doesn't last that long. Like, it, no, we, we can't sustain it much like, I guess anything in, in the bedroom or whatever. Like we can't, <laughs> you know, There's only so much fire in the gut. Uh, and then it's all it takes is one real good joke, and then it's like ah fuck you too, and then it's back to normal. Now I would say that unfortunately, I know some people we've gotten on their nerves. I remember going all the way back to high school that we would take a joke for fucking weeks, and people were like Jesus Christ, guys, like what are you like still <laughs> on this? Like how do you get that much enjoyment from one thing? Which is me saying that we were funnier in high school than the uh, the the poor <laughs> presumably white riders of girls trip that can't sustain, don't have a legacy here. Yeah, that's that's one of the more things that I think <clears throat> more arrogant about is uh, I just think we're funnier than most people. Well, at least to ourselves. At least we, we found <laughs> we found that's the, only people that matter. Damn it! <laughs> we found the uh, the uh, the green room that's you know cutting up in the back, and we found no audience uh, yet for that for my my JFK reenactment of you at the strip club. <laughs> what to do? Uh, but girls trip uh, when they do like finally lash out at each other, like you know, it's like it's been decided from like on high, like the uh, the gods say, and now like you know, there's no more friendship. And I actually was trying to track it as far as like, well, there's definitely a conflict, like we mentioned with Regina Hall and Queen Latifah, as far as that's a personal and I guess professional betrayal that you could see some stern words. But then you bring in Tiffany Haddish and Jada Pinkett Smith, and I'm like, you two don't really have much skin in the game here. And it they don't work hard enough to make like all of them like we must all go our separate ways. Like it's really just between two people. And I, I guess in that scene, I'll have to if I can find it, uh, which just basically means if it's on YouTube, <laughs> I'll put it in the clip. If it's not, you're gonna have to deal with our summary. You know what? Hey, hey thought did cross my mind but i would never play you out like that for some money the problem is you never valued our friendship as much as i did could you say that 
You are like a sister to me. I have That's always... how you treat a sister. I quit my job at the Times to get our website off the ground. I hired a designer. And what did you do? What you do, sis? You left me high and dry because you thought that you could get more success with Stuart. Why you think I'm doing this bullshit gossip blog anyway? And not once did you apologize. If you would have told me no, I wouldn't have done it. You should have spoken up. How the fuck do I compete with Pillow Talk? Dickmatized, just like she said. Well, you could have said no, though. Dina, nobody asked you. Sasha, just listen to Ryan for a second. You know what? Stop it. Stop it. I should should know better than expect y'all two to have my back anyway. See, I know how it works in this circle. We got the queen bee, and we got her two little worker bees. Why that bee? Bitch, what are you talking about a worker bee? I'm not all bee. Yo, take that shit back. Take that shit back. I'm not taking that shit back. Just everybody take a timeout. Pull it back. Timeout. Don't you shut the fuck up and stop talking to us like we one of your kids. Wait a minute. You better pause and stop acting like one of my kids. How about that? Put some clothes on, stop getting trashed every night, and fucking random dick every week. You just got some random dick and your ass got real loose. And let me tell you something, bitch. Just because he got a big dick, don't make him a grown man with your pedophile ass. You know what? Have it. I don't even know why I'm here with your ass. You need to change that stink-ass attitude of yours and your ass gonna end up with a clap. Bitch, please clap. Been there, done that, had that, and I'm immune to the shit, bitch. I clap your ass up out of here. Fuck you, Lisa. And fuck both of y'all, too, with y'all raggedy fake asses. Both of y'all bitches is fake. Y'all don't even know a real friend when you see one. You know what? You know what? Here, give Lisa back her raggedy ass phone. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up here, because I don't need you calling the police on me. Take your card. Oh, and yes, I'll match that motherfucker out with your low ass balance. Stupid ass. Oh, 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 wait. I don't need you talking shit or calling me. Here, take your driver's license so you can get on the plane with your nasty ass, dirty ass, nasty ass husband that fuck Instagram bitches. You gonna mess around and get the clap, bitch. I can't believe you motherfuckers. Some of fuck me a motherfucking celebrity, stupid ass bitches. I hate y'all. And I love you, but I hate you, bitch. Because I'm not gonna take money out of uh, black female performers' pockets. I'm not gonna rip this. No, sir. I actually don't remember how I watched this. Actually, I, di- I didn't put any money in their pocket. I checked it out from the library with my mask on. I, w- I went to face <laughs> COVID because I knew they had a Blu-ray copy of Girl's Trip. Well, I mean, between this and the <coughs> multiple amounts of 20s that I've spent for... We're <coughs> fine. We're paid up. <laughs> women women of color. <laughs> I've done my part. <laughs> so in that scene, it's basically like Tiffany Haddish. Her complaint is like, uh, you guys don't value me. And I'm just here to be like the court jester, like the puckish character. And I'm like, but you kind of revel. Like, does that bother you? Like... It doesn't seem like it bothers you. You just seem like you want to be mad in this instance. <laughs> you wouldn't act this way if you didn't <laughs> yeah. enjoy being this uh, this role that you've uh, 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 set yourself into. So, yeah, it, it felt really, really cheap as far as the storytelling, that, which it wasn't really that deep of a story anyway. But, yeah, Jada Pinkett and uh, Tiffany Haddish – I, I felt like maybe they would play the angle of like one would go with one and one would go mm. with the other yeah, or yeah. something. The and hype they would fight for that. Each yeah, the hype men would fight each other over that or something. But no, it's fuck you, fuck no, fuck you. And then it's just. They don't seem to have much interest in that, but it's just to set up a uh, a grand gesture uh, 
type thing, which uh, another podcast of mine, Jared was once on uh, for, I don't remember what the episode was. The one where you ended it by saying you threw your back out humping a lady and you wouldn't help her move (laughs) furniture. I don't remember the movie, but I like that. That tickled me. (laughs) I remember trying to score that line to music. I was like, this is it. This is the highlight of the podcast. I feel like we peaked early with this one, though. We came out swinging, and now yeah. that stamina I was talking about, we're kind of mm, punching ourselves, <clears throat> punch ourselves my head's out. Hurting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? In conclusion of Girl Show, <laughs> which is fun, we've it's, given you enough entertainment. <laughs> it's fun. You know what? Okay, yeah. one thing I did not like, hated. All right, hit me with it. What? They really telegraphed this whole, uh, what is it, a fucking cantaloupe or whatever fucking fruit they're using with like a blowjob thing, which was Great. like a grapefruit. It's like yeah. a inter- it was like an internet joke for two seconds, like years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm watching it, and I'm even then I'm thinking, well, this is wholly unnecessary. Like, are there men who have become bored enough with blowjobs? Who are like, we need a circus trick we need something else coming in here i'm like i think you're overthinking it especially for a one-night stand in new orleans this isn't like trying to you know liven up the bedroom with your partner of decades uh shout out to to grandpa hiro i don't know if he wants to send in a clip of any tricks he's got i'll text him can you send me 30 seconds of your favorite bedroom moves don't ask questions just record it and send it to me um that that seemed like such a we need something amusing here and it's going to happen like, you know, 20 minutes down the road. And then when it does, eh, I just, you know, it didn't do it for me. Is it ever needed for a new hookup, like a woman that you've never slept with before? That, that is. You need. It's like <laughs> Jada Pickett Smith um, is playing Madden and does like full house blitz. <laughs> like <laughs> as soon as the game starts, like. <laughs> Wants to sack the quarterback immediately, and maybe <laughs> like, if you're doing? opening up with this shit, where the hell are we going? After? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you're, like, this is too much. You, you, uh, God bless. I, I don't know what uh, you know pages are being tossed out of the book there, and like, what is the next page if that's your your opening act? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe you just want to overwhelm uh, the opposition there, and uh, they just succumb to your charms. But these are all, well. <laughs> All but Easy. all but Easy. one of them is fairly attractive. <laughs> Which one could you be talking about? <laughs> you know, I thought that there was a part in that movie where I had to stop it because I was laughing so hard. I was like, none of these bitches are going to start a fight if you've got Queen Latifah in your in I your crew. Like said the same thing when you have these just little sticks of like young twenty something women mm-hmm. coming up to these clearly grown ass women and mm. even tiffany haddish i'm thinking like good god she looks like a damn Jeez. linebacker compared to these uh-huh. people like they would not and plus i'm just looking at tiffany haddish and maybe it's just all peacocking on her part which seems to be her general persona but it still seems like uh, i don't know i think i'm swinging at jada pinkett i guess if i have to pick <laughs> one <laughs> i ain't going for dozer if, first that's for if sure. queen latifah's there uh yeah, that that fight does not happen. And I was say we have people that we know that uh, not done any podcasts or anything that try to uh, want to talk up and peacock like he's going to fight the biggest guy in the bar. 
And then you and I encourage him to. Well, I, I well, encourage we play him. the devil and the angel <laughs> you, on his shoulders. You try to play the protective maternal figure, and mm-hmm. I'm saying go out and be a man and <laughs> see what broken limbs you can sustain. And then <laughs> Jared will shuffle you back in the car. There is certainly that element, but I don't know. Even uh, his name is Corey, by the way, and he lives, I believe, in, <laughs> I think, in Rhode Island now. <laughs> But even he, I don't think he's going to go up. If he sees Queen Latifah and their crew, I think he, I think it even gives that idiot fucking pause. <laughs> That's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> the true test of my savagery is if I encourage him to fight Queen Latifah. <laughs> Do I encourage him to fight a black woman? <laughs> and I, I think. And I only say this because it's him, Corey mm-hmm. from Rhode Island. I think that I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's no horrible. Question. It's horrible and despicable, but <laughs> it's also de- you think you do. <laughs> it's also deserved on his part. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Either the, the shame or the, the public beating he takes. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> it's long been held that anytime you suggest anything to anybody, you might as well regard it as like a rattlesnake, like there's some dangerous shit coming right uh, right after that. The little rattle, that's you saying, mm-hmm. yeah, you should do that. I seem to recall me and uh, previous co-host Josh entertaining on your behalf that a dick tattoo would be uh-huh. something to <laughs> improve your your uh, Wilt Chamberlain uh, numbers, mm-hmm. <laughs> which also begs the question, what? how does it do that? If you're not already succeeding, that means you become a public flasher that you have to uh-huh. pull it out before they've decided. How in the world could that be a deal sweetener? <laughs> <laughs> if I've already got my dick out, it's like we're going back to this Jada Pink and Grapefruit shit. <laughs> if my dick's already out, I'm either a criminal or... <laughs> you know what? You, you have kind of uh made it clear that yes i guess i am the the tiffany haddish in our relationship where i'm saying <laughs> you know what you ought to do jared <laughs> take it up to 11 uh-huh get a tattoo from the left side of your head to the right <laughs> side of your head <laughs> like i would ever in my wildest dreams entertain that bullshit <sighs> i i guess you know my last criticism of the movie is just just look at our conversation like there and th- this is <laughs> said as we're both giggling and remembering the good old days <laughs> of trying to talk someone into being beaten into a coma <laughs> by a larger black woman <laughs> who is you know of undetermined attractiveness level i'm not saying one way or the other i'm just <laughs> Different folks have different. <laughs> she looks. She looks strong. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent is, <laughs> I've been using beefy boy a lot lately. <laughs> Whatever that is, the equivalency. <laughs> God, I thought okay, it was about twenty minutes on the clock. I'm like, we, we've run out of material for girl strip. Nope. <laughs> we're now approaching forty minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> me. She looks strong. <laughs> the scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's 
not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. I'm drunk on I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. I, I, look, I... I think that it shows personal growth on my part that I left the door open. Would I have encouraged him to fight a strong emphasis on a strong <laughs> black woman? <laughs> I think I think that's good. I, uh, I <laughs> there's nothing else that I can add. I don't know what Twitter would want from me. Is it <laughs> should I encourage that the fight to happen or no? Should I put a stop to it? <laughs> Strong black woman can do whatever she wants, including fighting our scrawny white. It's fine with me. <laughs> whatever you. I don't know. Oh God, it's so off the rails. <clears throat> she's she's definitely strong. <laughs> I can't say anymore. About it. I need, I'm going to have to go take a fucking bathroom break. <laughs>